Hey, ¿qué pasa, Calexico? Welcome back to the podcast. Like always, before we begin, I want to thank my friends here at Calexico Brewing Company for allowing me to record today's episode here. Um, thank you, thank you so much, guys, for the, for the space. Um, today, I have a returning guest. Um, she ran her first successful campaign um, back thank in you. June. Uh, today, my guest is Ms. Gina Doxeter. Thank you for coming back to Calexico Bre Brewing and back to Calexico and you had a safer drive this time around. <laughs> yes, I did. It was much safer. I don't know why, but there was no almost accidents this time. Much safer. So um, before we begin, um, I know you were, you were here on the, on the podcast before, but um, tell us a little bit about who you are and, and, and you know, a little bit about yourself. I, I am. Thank you. I am going to kind of read a little bit, a little bit of opening statement that makes sure I get everything in there <laughs> just for the people that maybe didn't hear it the first time. And you're right. You got to reintroduce. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I'm Gina Docksitter, proud fourth generation Imperial Valley native. My parents are Rick and Lori Young, and they currently reside in Brawley. Bill and Betty Young were my grandparents. I'm a North End girl and went to school in Nyland, attended high school in Calipat, and attended college at Northern Arizona University. I majored in public relations. I have a minor in business management. También yo tengo un menor en español. My accomplishments include being a business owner and being responsible for the accounting of five different businesses. I have D&G Farms. I'm a sole owner and currently farm organic medjool dates. It's a small farm, just 35 acres. <laughs> We have D&G Trucking. My husband, Dusty, and I are co-owners. We started with one truck in 2006 and have grown that business so that we now have five trucks. P&T Enterprises. My uncle, Patrick Dockstetter, started that in 1992. And Dusty and I became partners with him in 2016. After that, we decided, since we were growing our own organic citrus, we might as well open up our organic packing shed, Docs Organics. So we opened that in 2017. Um, also, Rick Young Ranches, my dad, um, his farming office. I tend to work there Thursday mornings because I'm a little busy. And thanks to LinkedIn, I've now worked there 25 years. You know how it comes up your work anniversary. Yeah. My community involvement includes being a member of the Women's Auxiliary of Pioneers Memorial Hospital, including past treasurer. I'm an active member in California Women for Agriculture, including past treasurer. I'm also on the CTE Career Technical Education Board for Cal Patria High School. We had a meeting last week. I'm also an active member of PEO. It's a philanthropic educational opportunities for furthering women's education. And I want to keep it brief. I know we want to get into the questions. It's the fun part, right? The back and forth with Jose. But I do want you to know that I'm running because I care. I'm running because I believe the next few years will be challenging times for our district and our community. I believe strong business skills will be crucial to the IED board for upcoming deadlines. The need for our community to afford energy rates is important. The need to keep our water available for our farmers, cities, industry, and future development is also crucial. I'm running so that I can continue to farm, so that my son can continue to farm, and so the Valley will not lose its precious resources. I believe that the IED board does need to be a cohesive group that works together for the good of the Valley, whether it's for the business owner, the school teacher, the janitor, the postal worker, the IED employee, the farmer, or the mother. We must protect our Valley's interests, and I'm passionate about that. Before I finish, my four major points, because it's going to ask me anyway, <laughs> is to ensure our water rights and our volume of water is beneficial for the entire community, maintain reasonable energy rates, and upgrade existing infrastructure, 
We also need to hold the state of California accountable for the Salton Sea. And number four is to develop and implement a succession plan for many of the key positions at IIT. So I'm asking for everybody to vote for me. All right, Jose, what do you want to talk about today? Um, let's talk about the campaign. I mean, you you ran, uh, June was your first, uh, mm -hmm. you know, campaign, you know, for, for any public office. Yeah. Um, and you were the top vote-getter. Vote mm -hmm. um, 42%. And, and I knew going into it with four candidates to take over 50% would be very difficult. And, and, I mean, you were really close to, you know, getting, you know, you know, elected right off the bat, but mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, it was it was a close race, and, and even even the race between um, Don and, and, and Ramon was like super tight, like thirteen votes, I think. Yes, and yeah. it kept going back and forth when yeah. they're reading the votes. Yeah. I'm thinking, who am I going to run off against? Yeah. But I'm going to run off against Ramon. Nope, I'm going to run off against Don. No, yeah. yeah, it was really back and forth. So you know, running uh, a campaign for the first time, like, what are your your take takes on uh, you know, you know, running a campaign? You know, is was it all that you expected and more, or? or I was really happy when all my signs could finally come down because I have quite a few signs around town, around the three different mm. cities and a few other places too. But um, harder than I expected, I think. I've learned a lot, and I know I'm going to post this. I haven't done it yet. But even in my office, I have filing cabinets. I already have one drawer full of ID stuff, whether it's um, notes from... Uh, board of directors meetings or notes on energy or lithium. The education that I have been continuing to do has been excessive. It's been quite a lot, which has been good. Mm -hmm. And meeting with different people, it's 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 been a good experience. Probably more work than I realized, right? <laughs> and if I go to the grocery store, it takes me forever to get through because oh, in Vons yeah. and Raleigh, everybody knows you. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. My wife said, you know, I'm usually the one that does the grocery shopping, but mm -hmm. I take longer because sometimes I'll see somebody and, you know, and, and it's not that I love to talk, but, you know, just people, I guess, like talking to me. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Or, or, or people just like talking, especially when it's people that you don't, haven't seen in a while. But yeah. but um, going back to, to the campaign, um, you know, it, it's 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 hard to, to run a campaign. Like you said, it was a little bit difficult than you expected, but... Do you still think that it's, you know, something that you made the right decision to do? I do. And I think God is really testing me and he's making me run again to make sure this is really, really what I want. Right. It makes you even want it even more. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm getting better. I think I'm getting more polished. I think my responses are getting better, getting a little bit more comfortable with the public speakings, the forums. I think each opportunity is is allowing me to get better and better. I like to write, so I feel that I'm a good writer, but as far as speaking on the fly, <laughs> I could use a little work, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, June is normally like an election where not, we don't have a lot of, you know, turnout. Um, you know, hopefully we get a better turnout in June, in November. Right. Um, how do you, you know, how do you um, address this, this, different um, campaign. I, I mean, it's for the same position, the ID Division 3. We, I don't think we mentioned that. But it's the same for the same position, but um, it's kind of like a different monster because it's in November. And ho hopefully, we're expecting more voters this time around. How do you, how do you address, how do you, uh, you know, 
go forward with this new new campaign in, in, in a sense? I, I think I need to focus more on the Hispanic population. I think that was the mistake that I made the first go around. I thought that I was, but somebody even wrote into probe um, for Ivy Press saying, how come, none of, how come the signs aren't in Spanish? Mm. And I thought, you're exactly right. What, have a, what a point he you made. Have a, tienes un minor en español. Sí, señor. <laughs> so uh, I have yard signs this go around that have word, you know, have it in Spanish instead, because that's exactly right, that you're, I don't want to say you're ignoring the population, but you just don't even, it didn't even occur to me. And as it didn't occur to any of the other people, any of the other candidates as well. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to yeah. do some spots also on Hispanic television. I'm going to do some spots in Spanish. So I've done a couple of Facebook videos in Spanish. We haven't released them yet. So look for those. Look for those. They're coming out. In and I'm pretty proud. Did you polish your, uh, you went back and practiced your Spanish? Mm -hmm, Did mm -hmm. you put on the TV novelas to... To, to listen, yes. And I'm listening to like Gasolina and, you know, different different Spanish music too. It's kind of funny. And in one of the videos, you'll have to look for it. But I make a little bit of a mistake. Mm -hmm. And I, I love it that it's in there because that just, you know, I'm, I'm trying. Because my, my Spanish is not perfect by no means. Even yeah. though you have a minor, you forget. You go back even this morning. I was telling my husband, why is he telling me about the raccoon? He keeps calling him Apaches. And my husband says, that's not how you say it. And I said, well, now that's my new name for all the raccoons. Because how do you say it? Mapache? Mapache, yeah. Uh -huh. Mapache is raccoon. Apache mm -hmm. is, it's, could be like a Native American, right? Right. Uh -huh. And so I, I was trying to figure out what I was talking to my friend Francisco. And I was like, what is he talking about Apaches for? Anyway, <laughs> I was confused for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, you know, you're, you're a business owner. Um And you, you, you say that, you know, having a background in business or somebody that's in business is, is going to be a, a good, um, Asset. board member to, to the board. Um, why is it, why is that something that you think is important? Well, I think looking at the budget, seeing where numbers go, asking questions, saying, Oh, do we have money in reserves? Oh, why did the money from that interest from that ECA rate? Why did that money go here? Why can't we give that back to the right rate payers? I think looking from one year to the next, why is there a 20% difference in this number? Why? I, I, those are crucial, crucial questions that you really need to understand. And same thing with infrastructure, right? We have to have enough money in the bank, just like energy. We've had a lot of power outages. There's poles that have gone down that need to be put back up. There is a pole program they've been working on. I know COVID, right? Everybody's <laughs> going to blame everything for the next 10 years. It's because of COVID. And there are supply, supply chain problems. I understand that. Mm -hmm. But some projects maybe need to be pushed a little bit more because you have that money there. Let's, let's, let's get going. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, you know, Bernie, you said you had five businesses. Yes. Or, and, you know, infrastructure, even for a business is, is something that you know needs to be looked at when you know running a business like whether it's your office or your trucking your trucks they need maintenance and stuff like that mm -hmm. um you bring that element to uh to the board as well i mean a lot of of the ratepayers or a lot of uh, other people that associate the id they they just associate it with you know the electricity but they don't really think about everything that goes behind you know making sure that the electricity is on 
um, and ma- uh, maintenance and infrastructure is a huge part of it. Um, what are your thoughts on, you know, making sure that we, we were up to date in, in terms of that? Well, and then our, we also need to be conscious about our greenhouse emissions because they're ramping that up. We have to meet emissions for purchasing our energy. So you have four different spots in the valley where energy can come in and come out, right? Because it's not, it's kind of on a circuit, not a, it's just going to really be crucial, I think, especially with, are we going to have all these electric cars coming down the pipeline? How are you going to plug those in? How are we going to have the energy to handle that? I had a family member come down recently, dove hunting to September 1st. And he had a Tesla. He didn't think about it. I live in the middle of nowhere in Calipat, outside of Calipat, not Calipat. So in the middle of nowhere, but my house is in the middle of nowhere. And he, we plugged him in. He got in an hour, one mile, one mile an hour. He obviously had to come to El Centro and charge back up. He didn't even think about it because mm-hmm. he lives in San Diego. He yeah. just thought we'd have a charging station somewhere. Yeah. Like, mm, it's going to take you a little bit to yeah. have to charge go to the up. mall and charge. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before he could go home. Mm-hmm. So those are also things we need to, to think about as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and it's part of the infrastructure, you know, umbrella of, um, you said, you know, mentioned, uh, electric cars, but excuse me, at the same time, you mentioned poles, you mentioned, you know, you talk about, you know, all these things that make sure that our, our electricity is on. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like you said, you know, infrastructure when it comes to businesses is, is a key. Um, and the rate pairs, I think everybody mentions the rate pairs, um, every candidate. Um, but how, how hard is it to run a campaign and, and make sure that you don't promise anything because you can't really promise anything? You can't, yeah. right? I, I can't. Let's talk about the water in Calipat. Do I want to tell the people in Calipat I'm going to fix your water system for the city? Did we talk about that at all last time? Mm-hmm. They're paying crazy rates, oh, yeah, but they go do. through Golden State water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't come up with a plan because it's not the ID we deliver the water, but we don't do the water treatment plan in Calipat. Mm-hmm. So that's still something in the back of my head that I, you know, I would like to help them find a fix because they need some type of fix somewhere. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, and, and it's hard that you can't really promise that. So, no. yeah. And th- th- was it something that, um, you know, running your first campaign does something that you notice that, you know, you talk to these people, but yeah, you can't really make any promises. Yes. And I really try now also to tell myself all the time, even in my car before I came in here, <laughs> I told myself, speak my truth. Right. So sometimes you can't tell the people as a candidate, you want to tell them what they want to hear because you want them to vote for you. You want everybody to be happy and you can't, you have to speak your truth because obviously the decisions that I make, some people are going to be mad. You can't, you cannot mm-hmm. please everybody all the time. Mm-hmm. And I do get people ask me the questions about Calipat water cause they think I can fix it. And I, and I hate to tell them I can't. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and you, uh, and it's something that I asked uh, Gail Rebel the last time he was here because um, he's running for uh, city, city council. council. Uh, uh, you know, obviously you've you come from you know background where it's farm workers. You know, um, I guess people are going to say that you know it's from for money. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how do you um, how do you talk to or, or make sure that people understand that you're going to represent everybody, not only 
you know, business owners or people, farmers, how do you, how do you make sure that people understand that you're, you're running for everybody, not, not just, you know, the, the people that know me, they know me already. So I have been very blessed and I give back a lot. I give back to the community. I, especially the children. So whether it's the midwinter fair auction, whether it's the boys and girls club in Brawley sports programs, a lot of the schools, through our businesses, we do the banners for football. We do the scoreboard in Calipat. We help with advertising publications. So I do give back to the community. And with these five different businesses, when you have about 100 employees, you're affecting their lives. Those 100 employees, most of them are married. So that's 200 people that mm. you are affecting. At least. At least. Mm. Then they have children. If they have two children apiece, you know, some families have a little, few more. Mm -hmm. So you're affecting 400 people. So hopefully, you know, my employees are happy. Everybody's happy. And they, they know that even though I have been blessed and I've been in this situation, that I do give back. And I think part of the that stems from going to grade school in Nyland, where not a lot of people had a lot. Mm. And I did. I grew up in where I can remember my dad. Did I say this the first time? I think so. Going the to shoes? Payless? Yeah, yeah, about yeah. Going to, uh -huh. I mean, just I'm still very conscious about where I spend my money. Mm -hmm. So um, it, in, in your business, um, obviously, I don't think you, there's big enough to where there's unions and no. Um, but the idea obviously has a union with, with their employees. Yes. Um, have you had a chance to kind of get to know the union leaders and and and, and the employees kind of because you know the you know dealing with the negotiating with unions is a huge part of mm -hmm. of you know decisions that are, are taking part at the IAD have you kind of had a chance to you know see I how that works just recently did the deal to see if the unions would endorse me I don't know if they will because I'm probably not quite their demographic but I watched their video. They have a 101 union. And actually, I told them in the interview that I did appreciate watching the video. You know, it really helps me learn a few more things. And my son, who probably will come back and work for the family, just graduated and is going to school in Utah. He's welding. He's going to a trade school for welding, which also would put him in a, probably a union job. Mm -hmm. He's got two friends also from one's from Nyland, one's from Calipat. So the three boys went to Utah living in an apartment and the other two boys, same thing. They could possibly get a job with the union. This is really going to help them further their careers. It, it's a game changer. You know, it could change their lives. One of the boys was working for us at the ranch, doing a great job. He was a year older than my son. And I, I hope this will really help them. It's a great opportunity. Mm -hmm. But um, it's, so what, what's your understanding of, because I'm, I'm also part of the union, I'm mm -hmm. CSEA, mm -hmm. and, and, and I know that, you know, um, it, it's a huge part, you know, of our district, you know, mm -hmm. negotiating with the union, negotiating with the administration, the board, you know, it's, uh, you know, Kalexi was at a point where, you know, teachers almost went on a strike. Um, and, you know, we see the, the dealings with, it, you know, the real, real world workers that almost, you know, went on a strike as well. You know, yeah. you know, they, that would have been terrible. Yeah. Keep going. But, you know, unions have hold a lot of power when it comes to, you know, how a company works. So, right. 
you know, I'm, I'm trying to understand like, if, if, if you, cause I don't know what, you know, how the IAD employees union works, but mm-hmm. I don't know if you, you've kind of dove a little bit into that as, now that you've, you know, going into the November campaign. Right. And increased my education. Mm-hmm. So I have been on record as far as the PLA, not, not supporting a blanket PLA for every single project. I will, I will tell you that straight, straight up because I do want the jobs to stay local mm-hmm. and I'm not saying the unions aren't local, but I'm saying for some of these people to get vested when you have to have certain, um, qualifications to be in the union, to hold that position, they do have a lot of people that come from San Diego. So that is an issue. That doesn't mean I don't believe in the unions. Of course, you you need all the workers you can get, mm-hmm. and you need the unions also. What my concern is is that I do want the jobs to stay here in the valley. When some of the unions come in, you have people from out of the valley come in, they make their money, and they go out of the valley to spend their money because mm-hmm. they don't they don't live here. M- one of my other issues with that is it's hot here. They come, they have a job in the summertime. And from the research I have done, I've heard they think, ooh, it's good money, union job, here I go, let's go. They come, they're here for a week, and then they say, oh, here is San Diego, I'm out. I'm going to go back to San Diego. So there are definite issues, and I'm, I'm both. I'm for the union, but I'm for our local guys, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's hard to, you know, th- there's a, a balance there where you kind of... Um, uh, it, it, you know, it's, it's like a tightrope where like you kind of don't know where to go because, like you said, like you want jobs to stay here. Um, I obviously, you know, unions, you know, you want the union to be happy as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> so I have done, I've done work, and that's one of those answers, right? Where you're trying to, you're trying to make everybody happy. The people that work here, that live here, everybody happy across the board. Yeah. Um. Let's talk about lithium. Um. You know, everybody's banking on it to hopefully bring the valley up to you know have you noticed it's gone quiet yeah do you think right it's gone quiet they're not talking anymore Mm -hmm. so i know i figured you were going to talk about (laughs) the tax right the 400 800 a ton lithium tax Mm -hmm. whatever they decide on i'm a business owner right i look at my numbers before i go somewhere what's one of the problems with california we outprice everybody right we make it so difficult for people to have businesses here I'm not saying not to have a tax. I'm not saying I even know what the right number would be. I honestly have no idea because you have to look at that business. You have to look at their bottom line. How Mm. much is it costing for them to develop? How much? So I hope we don't overtax them where they leave completely. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I think that was one of my, you know, concerns when, you know, when it was decided that we were going to tax per, you know, Per ton or ton. whatever, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever mm-hmm. they extracted, uh-huh. um, because yeah, it, it's it's gone quiet, um, uh, and like you said, like I don't know if the pricing on the taxes is correct because I don't, I know I'm not a lithium expert, yeah, um, but yeah, it's I mean, because you know at the end of the day, like if you think about it, mm, you would think it's better off to tax it what they're. Ex- for what it being extracted because oh the what was the other option? It was either that or 
or, or a sale was it a sales tax no let's see um i don't remember what the other issue was but the other choice was but mm-hmm. i uh, to me uh to me was it was taxing per you know whatever it was being extracted but yet again the price um how how do we set that price yeah what happens if the market goes up what happens if the market goes down mm-hmm. i just think that's really hard thing for business to come in and say okay x amount of dollars is going to go to this and do we really know for sure it's going to work before they even agree to this so i i'd have to look in there i'd like I, I i would love to look at their financials right <laughs> yeah. i'd love to look at those documents yeah because yeah, I think it was it was something that should have been left open to negotiations mm-hmm. as to like, um, okay, like you know this is the rate right now we're we're gonna tax you this much or you know, but setting a, a set price on it, I don't know, I don't know if it's the right decision, but I mean at the end of the day, like say it does work, say we do uh, can, um, extract lithium from 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 the sun seat, mm-hmm. you know, how do we make sure that? Whatever money comes out of it is being distributed um, equally. Good question. Have you read the plan that the Board of Supervisors put forth where they had a whole uh, plan of it still doesn't exactly say percentages, so Mm. you're still not sure, but they talk about their buckets and that Calipat would get to double dip in the buckets because there's a consideration too. The communities that are closer to the lithium, do they get a higher percentage mm-hmm. than the communities that are further apart? And when I read it, I I am so sorry, Bard Valley. I, I forget about you sometimes because I kind of think of you as being in Yuma. But they were listed on, on this list to get money from the lithium. And I thought, Bard Valley, that's practically Arizona, but it's not. It's in our, <laughs> it's in our jurisdiction. So sorry, Bard Valley. You have good dates, though. Yeah. So that is something that is really going to have to be looked at. And mm-hmm. everybody is coming after them. Everybody wants a piece of the pie. So I, I feel kind of sorry for the, the lithium guys. Yeah. But how, do, how I mean, the board's going to, the ID board is going to probably have a say in, into how it's distributed. How do, how do you or the board make sure that it's being distributed equally? And, you know, obviously some of it has to, is going to have to go some some communities are gonna have to get a little bit more because um, they need it or because they're being affected the most with whether it's traffic they need to fix the roads uh, right. you know all these they need all to these fix the roads all these things that are gonna come up because of the traffic going in traffic going out or communities needing more homes or uh, infrastructure how do we make sure that it's you know being distributed equally. That's a good question. Obviously, they'll have to have a com- they'll have to have oversight. They'll have to have another, I don't want to say another commission, another organization that's there that helps distribute, right? Where that money goes, they'll have to be an oversight. It won't be the ID people. It won't be board of supervisors people. It'll have to be somebody mm. else altogether. But I don't know necessarily as much as the ID supports the lithium. I don't think that's in our realm to say you get five percent mm-hmm. you get ten percent so our realm is more let's make sure they have the water that they need for their processes let's make sure in addition to that geothermal energy we have the ability to put that online to get that where it needs to go that's kind of more the id's role yeah, i feel in that the infrastructure mm-hmm. and the, mm-hmm. and talking about water uh, i mean I think every day, 
you know, I see news alerts about, oh, um, there's going to be cuts in Arizona, cuts here about, you know, water. Um, so far, we haven't, I haven't heard about us, but right. I think it's coming down the pipeline. Because uh, what are we in? Election year. Yeah. So we haven't heard anything, have yeah. we? Yeah. So I thought that was pretty interesting that they're kind of wait, I think for California until after elections are over until mm. next year. Yeah. But they also have rules that they need to follow too. So it is reassuring that they are following the rules of the river at this time where they are cutting uh, Mexico, where they are cutting Arizona. They're, they're, they are following the law of the river right now. So I'm not saying that's not going to change in the future, <laughs> but I'm sure Bureau of Reclamation I'm sure they're working on something. We just don't know what it is yet. Yeah, but how do um, you know? How do you, as a born, if you're elected as a born member, how do you ensure that you know we keep as much water as we can keep, you know, down here in the valley? We need to be vocal. We need to be vocal with legislature. We need to be vocal in our state government. We need to make sure they know that we are not only feeding the Imperial Valley that we are feeding America and we live in a global economy. So not only are we feeding America, we're feeding the world. Mm -hmm. Our organic lemons have traveled as far as New York, which is crazy because I want to save the planet. Think of the emissions that went into trucking, transporting them to New York. Mm -hmm. And we have even sent our lemons overseas to Japan. That's crazy to me. Yeah. But our alfalfa they say that's a thirsty crop uses a lot of water yeah okay our alfalfa our sudan that so would you like us to tell japan where a lot of these presses ship to japan sorry your cows aren't going to have any food so you're going to have to eat fish you're not going to be able to eat beef anymore mm -hmm. it's it's really global it the the yeah, we affect a lot of people. We really do. Mm -hmm. And we need to keep that forefront because we just don't have the numbers here. We don't have the LA numbers. We don't have the number of people. So Yeah, I think I think that's you know, when I think about, you know, people negotiating for water, um I think that uh that's you know, something that it might be hard to argue like, you know, why why do you need so much water if your population but um you know, we're we can always argue like, oh, we're feeding you, but um, you know, yeah, it's a hard, a hard thing to argue. Like, you know, we need so much water because of, of this. But at the end of the day, like, we're feeding other places, and at the same time, we're feeding ourselves by creating a local economy with, you know, f you know, uh, farm workers, the and tractor drivers. <laughs> that's right, the mm -hmm. irrigators, everybody that has even an indirect thing, even RDO water supply, just different businesses, obviously, that are here to serve. It would affect the whole valley. If we if we don't have the water here, we're not going to have a valley. We'll dry up like Owens Valley. It'll be, it'll it'll be death to the valley. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah, and I mean it's like you said, it's something that we need to be um, concerned, not concerned, but like it, it needs to be in our mind that you know, um, if we need to, like we need to make a lot of noise about you know how how we. Yeah, we need to be cognizant. Mm, we need to yeah, really share that word. share that message and get that across yeah and and what what happens when we don't have food what happens if we get shut down again like covid are we going to get food from other places we we need to have food and i'm not talking about just the valley i'm just talking america in general mm -hmm. yeah because going back to like we we feed a lot of people with with our crops yeah we do we do i even um one year some of my dad's wheat that he grew went to 
make pasta in Italy. Oh, huh. Yeah, it's always kind of neat when you find out where your product really ends up. Uh-huh. It's kind of fun. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, mm-hmm. Italy, oh. Well. Yeah. Yeah, who would thought that wheat from the Imperial Valley would make, you know, pasta in Italy? That's the pasta capital of the world, you know? Yep, exactly <laughs> it's right. crazy. Hey, guys, sorry for the interruption, but I want to take this time and thank my sponsors. I want to thank my friends Camilo, Jake, Eric Ortega. I want to thank Eddie Lopez from Roots Creative. Ms. Norma Sierra Galindo, IID Director, representing Division 5 and serving the entire Imperial Valley. Will Torres from Valley Sports Network, your Imperial Valley source for sports. I want to thank Sergio's Tacos and Hot Dogs. With eight years of experience serving the Imperial, San Diego and Yuma Counties with Mexicali style hot dogs and taquizas, contact Sergio at 760-562-0057 or look for Sergio Tacos and Hot Dogs on Facebook. I want to thank Eric Reyes from Los Amigos de la Comunidad, empowering communities together. Finally, I want to thank David Gastelum. If you're thinking of buying or selling a home in the Imperial or San Diego counties, make sure you contact David. He's not only a realtor, but an investor with over 20 years of experience, and he'll teach you along the way in one of the most important investments of your life. Um, contact David at 760-235-9576, or look for David Gastelum on Facebook. All right, guys, well, now back to the show. Yeah, um, and, and, you know, going back to the board, um, I mean, Right now, they, they seem a little bit quiet um, for a while. I think the first time we talked, you know, they were like, you know, on the paper like every week, you know, <laughs> with these arguments and fights. Um, does, it, does it worry you that it's, it's kind of quiet or is it a, a positive thing? Oh, no, I think it's a positive thing. <laughs> I think maybe, too, they're also worried. They're also worried mm. about the water. So I think maybe there's other issues that are taking precedence instead of, oh... Pity, like, I'm pity mad fight. at you because of this or yes, because yeah, you, of that. Yeah. So you have bigger issues to worry about. And I think in that respect, they, they're coming together. Okay. So, yeah, because I, yeah, I mean, you're somebody that attends meetings or, or at least, at you least know, Zoom it, them if yeah, I'm not, it, if I don't attend them. You're yes. caught up with, because to be honest, you know, I, I haven't. Sure. <clears throat> um, well, it's really, yeah, unless you're really into it, you probably aren't going <laughs> to just log in and say, oh, boy, that was fun. Yeah, I think I think um, the Calexico City Council meetings are the most um, entertaining ones nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but um, but for a while, the idea was, you know, the talk of the town. The forefront. It, yeah. Yes, I'm glad to see it's not quite making the front page, hopefully, it, anymore. And how do you, if you're elected, how do you come in and, and make it a better board than it is now? I really want to focus my <clears throat> my slogan is putting families first. Well, that is a family. You're an ID board family. Even my work, I have my work families. I have my secretaries. I have my foremans. I have... Each entity is its own family, and that's how I feel the board should be, too. Maybe we need a safe word, so when <laughs> something's getting out of hand and you hear me say Mesopotamia, <laughs> and everybody says, what are we talking about Mesopotamia for? That's the word for, okay, yeah. we, we cross the line, we need to dial it back a little bit. <laughs> so, And it's respecting. It's, it's hearing what people say. Once you get angry at somebody and you start yelling at somebody, you shut off. If you yell at me, I'm not going to hear another word you say. You're never going to change my mind because all I hear is you're yelling. Yeah. So if you want to get that point across, you need to speak and communicate. Everybody's got great ideas. You can't implement everybody's idea. But you can also 
maybe counteract the idea without with using nicer language. <laughs> maybe that's how I should say. Yeah, it. yeah. And right now, um, well, it's a for 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 men, and then obviously Ms. Normalin is out, and Karin's coming in. You would be the second. Um, you know, coming in a, a, to a board that was mainly the majority men, is it, does it, does a female, uh, you know, candidate, another female that might be able to make it a little bit more balanced, does it make, you know, make the board a little bit stronger, you know, female mentality kind of change the, the way the I board hope, interacts? I hope it does. I just recently, um, that idea just recently came to me where I realized, oh yeah, there could be two females on the board. So I, I hope it's good for the dynamics and I think she's a, a good person also. So I don't think we'll have the, mm, some people want to be the alpha dog, if you know what I'm saying. And I, I don't, I don't foresee us going through that. I see us helping mm. each other more too, because we're, we're newbies, right? Mm -hmm. We're both fresh. So I think it'll be a good thing. Good thing. Yeah. We'll, we'll help those boys out. That's what we'll do. <laughs> Yeah, and, and and it's it's a it's a different dynamic because there's, um, you know, somebody that's really young in, in that board um, with with um, JB, and mm -hmm. then you know the, um, the new person coming in is um, someone somewhat and 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 you know there's the age difference is you know all over the place, which kind of makes it. Uh, that's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I was going to say like yeah, it, it's you know brings different perspectives. It really does bring mm -hmm. different perspectives. I agree with you there too. Mm -hmm. You have as you get older, I turned fifty. <laughs> you what I think now obviously is different than when I think what I thought in my twenties. So it's but you still need to know where the younger generation's coming from because it doesn't discount them. It doesn't mean they don't have good ideas too. Yeah. Cause they might think out of the box and have an idea that you haven't even thought of before because you're so set in your ways at the same time, those, that older generation, they've seen a lot, right? We've been there. We've done that. Even when my girls in the office make a mistake. Okay. Yep. I know I made that same mistake at one time. Mm. We'll move on. As long as you tell me about it, don't make it again, <laughs> but let's go, you know, just, that's how you move forward. Yeah, and and especially you know when it comes to you know the history of of our water rights and and you know you know negotiations with unions like you need you need to have somebody that kind of has been there and done that to kind of explain things to you like teach you how things have been done and how they've worked right. um, in the past because. It, 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 things might change in a lot of things and they might not work the same now, but there's a, things that might still work today that, you know, worked back then. So, yeah, I think having that different, you know, um, experience and age gap and everything like makes uh, it, it's good to see in the board because it's more well-rounded. Yeah. You have different people from different backgrounds, uh -huh. too. The more well-rounded, I think the better decision making you can make rather than being pigeonholed and making everything one way. And, and, you know, going back, I was thinking about, just thought about right now, you know, you ran for your first, um, you know, campaign, mm -hmm. elected office, and it was, you know, it's probably the ID and then the county. It's one of the, you know, top um, positions in, in the county. Mm -hmm. And you successfully ran, you know, your first campaign, and it was one of the toughest uh, campaigns to, to run here in the Valley. And, yeah. 
<laughs> like it is. And one of the one of the things I was going to say this for closing, but this kind of leads into it was you are the only person that has asked me if you lose, what will you do? That really stuck with me. When you asked me that question in my head, I was interpreting that as you saying, well, will you run for school board or will you run for city council or will you do something else? And I thought, no, because this is what I want to do. The more I thought about that, the more I have invested, the more time I have into it. I wanted to tell you, thank you for that question, right? Make sure you ask everybody that question. Because I think at the time I said, go back to my normal life. I won't do that now. I would, I, if I lose, I will want to be on the AWAC board. That's the Agriculture Water Advisories Committee. I still want to help. Mm-hmm. I still want to help in this capacity. This is where I feel my passion. So I can't go back to my old life anymore. Isn't that funny? I, I will be doing something. I will be helping here mm-hmm. somehow, somewhere. So thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. And, and it's something that... I, I've, I've asked before because I think it's important that, you know, when somebody runs, um, somebody that might have good ideas that might be motivated to help um, and they don't win, I think it's important for them to, um, and, it, and it may not be just for you to gain experience for maybe running again in, in, in the future, but, you know, because your ideas might, might be helpful, might matter. And, and being somebody, you know, that st- sticks around, yeah. whether in, in different boards, you know, m- might help out a lot. You know, I think, yeah. It, and, and like I said, I've asked it be- before because I think it's, yeah, it's something that, you know, I've seen a lot of people that, that have run for city council, school board, and th- I feel that they were a good candidate and all mm-hmm. of a sudden they lose and they, they you know, they they probably even stopped, you know, being more active in the community just because they felt, you know, they, that, you know, like a loser. That I mean, and, and right, I'm right. not saying, I'm not saying it in a bad way, but you know, they, that's maybe that's how they felt. But I mean, I feel that, you know, if you're a really a good asset to the community and to a, a school board, a city council, then, you know, try to be um, active in, in, in what you were doing yeah, before. And, and I will. And I just, I just, I really wanted to make sure that I told you that. So, oh. so thank you. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, yeah that's a good, and, and like I said, I've asked it before and nobody has, you know, said that it was a, that good of a question. Well, it's probably good when you come back. Cause I guess when you asked it, I was so, I was so surprised and I really didn't have a very good answer. I thought, well, I'll just go back to my real life. I wasn't, <laughs> I don't want to do city council. I don't want to do this is what I'm passionate about. So I will continue doing something somewhere in some form, some fashion. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, how do you, you know, there's somebody out there right now that, that, that's, that maybe didn't vote in June. That's um, planning on voting in November. How do you, you know, make sure that they know that you're their candidate and that you're going to look out for you know, the value. For everybody. Yeah. I'm looking out for everybody. I don't care about the race. I don't care about how much money you make. I care about the valley. I care that that we are ensuring our future. We're ensuring our future for our children, for your children, their children's children. I am trying to get out there. You know, I'm doing all the candidate stuff. I'm going to all the things. I'm doing all the donations. Mm-hmm. I'm going out, being around. I'm making sure I'm accessible. I'm door knocking. I'm going to start in Calipat on Monday. I really wish the weather would be a little cooler because it's a little warm, but um, 
I'm just trying to be out there and be a president as, as much as I can. And I do want to encourage people to vote. It's crazy that people don't vote. It's amazing. And then it's amazing. And I'm not even going to tell you because we're on air when people say, I'm going to vote for you because I like your sign. (laughs) Great. That's all I can say. But it it is good if you can get involved. I think we need to get the younger generation involved as soon as you possibly can, Mm -hmm. because hopefully that leads them into a lifetime of really caring. And, and you know, going back to, you know, the person that said they liked your sign. Do you think that the people that vote, the little people that vote, vote because of they or are they do they really know, you know, the the politics or the you know what the what the people who are running for are are about or they're just voting because they know this person or you know, is it still like a, I think it's all of the above. Mm-hmm. I think when you're young, maybe you don't know as much. You don't know the politics. You you do tend to vote based on name recognition, who you know, who you see. And I think as you get older, you you learn more. Maybe you get more involved because you're involved in the school board because you have kids at the school and mm-hmm. you want it to go a certain way. So I think the more involved you are in the community, I think it changes as you age. Older people. They're really involved for the most part. But then you have other people that think it doesn't make a difference, but it does make a difference. Every vote matters. And you don't, oh, I forgot to vote because I was busy. Try to vote. Everybody needs to vote. And the thing is, like, you know, I was saying one of the candidates is, like, it's super easy. You know, you can get your ballot at home. You fill it out. You put it. A lot of people have a mailbox out, you know, just in front of your house. Just, you know, how hard? hard, I don't know. It's, 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 It's incredible that... There, there's been, you know, our, in our history, there's so, so much uh, pain and suffering for people to vote, to have the right to vote. Right. And yet people don't. Don't do it. Yeah. They don't take advantage. Mm-hmm. And there are people that I have met that that I am shocked that that aren't don't vote, that aren't eligible to vote. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking you've lived here for 20 years. <laughs> I, you need to vote. Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah. And people, they think it doesn't matter, but it does matter. And don't complain if you're not voting. If you if you vote, oh, you can complain all you mm. want to. And I think when people say, and the majority of the people who say, oh, my vote doesn't matter, is because they only see the, like a presidential or governor or, but I think where it matters the most is your local, mm-hmm. your local politics. And, and, and if you voted, I think you would see the difference there. Yes, mm. I agree. Yeah. No, you just gotta, gotta get out there and vote. Remind everybody to vote. Do everything you can do on social media. And just, I'm just running, running strong, running hard, not taking anything for granted. Mm-hmm. So, so if there's people out there that want to, you know, get to know you a little bit. How can they follow your campaign? Or they, they can up? follow me on Instagram and <laughs> on Facebook. And I have a website, Gina, the number four IID. Okay. So, and Gina for ID.com is the website itself. If you want a yard sign, you can go on Facebook. Let me know. Put your address in. We'll get one delivered. Might take me a couple days, but I'll get one there. I'll get one there. And tell me if you want English or Spanish, because I have Spanish this time too. Yeah, yeah, you're, so. you're, yeah. It's 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 good that you know you're focusing on on mm-hmm. the Hispanic community. Yeah, because yeah, I mean a lot of people, even here in Calexico, I think you know, which is the majority of our community is Hispanic. Yes. Um, I, I don't know if I've seen any. Well, because the people that vote for me is only Brawley 
Calipatin Island. So those are the people in my district mm-hmm. because I'm Division Three. So I don't have a sign really in Calexico. Sorry, but no, they can't no, vote for me. But I, mean, I mentioned that even the people here in Calexico that, oh, that are running for for office don't have them in Spanish. I don't think so. This needs to be a thing. Yeah. See the the Spanish minor. It's coming in handy, yeah. and it's all. I wish I could remember the gentleman's name that wrote it in the paper, but it was the guy that was complaining in the paper. I thought he's exactly right. Yeah. Oh wow, that's crazy. That's yeah. they, you got you know that from the pro. Yeah. Yep, that's, that's right. Yeah. So, anything else that we haven't covered that you would like to? You know, we're at the. I'm, I'm trying to get every candidate 45 minutes, mm-hmm. and we're at the 45 minute mark. And you know, any closing thoughts that you you might have? No, I just really wanted to say about feeding america just that i'm passionate again fourth generation i i think i kind of covered it i'm i'm here and i'm doing it not not for the money not for the paycheck but because i care and i think that's there are people that are running that care but i i really am also i'm really in that camp that's why i'm doing it so Please vote for me, Gina Dockstetter, Division Three. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you, Gina, once again to you know for coming down to Calexico um, and enjoying a, a beer with me here in, in yeah. Calexico Brewing Company and having a talk. I really, really appreciate it. And thank you guys for listening or watching. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace. Thank you. That was great.